Welcome to track number 17 of Mission South Africa. Wow. What a wow. When I say wow, we say wow. Is that powerful? Do you see what experiences the campaign goes through, the convoy goes through to bring the gospel to different towns and cities and nations. Clap your hands for Jesus. And we want to really thank our father, Evangelist Dagwood Mills, for clap your hands for Jesus. It's awesome. It's beautiful. I mean, when you watch this, you, you must feel proud that you belong to a family with a father with this heart. Hallelujah. And we pray that through your prayers and through your support, we will go to the farthest end of South Africa also. That every city, town will experience this gospel that Christ came to die so that the last soul will be able to hear this very good message. Clap your hands for Jesus. You may be seated. I've, I've really enjoyed this particular documentary. And I believe that one day you will find yourself also sitting on a bus, moving with a convoy. How many of you are expecting one day to be... A, to be in the convoy, traveling to preach the gospel. May the Lord cause it to happen. But for now, it is Mission South Africa. Let's clap our hands and welcome Bishop Dagwood Mills. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Are you enjoying the videos? You want to watch more? Right. I'm just um, summarizing the um, few lessons that we have been through at the camp. How many? Because this is our last, in a few hours, less than uh, four or five hours, I'll be, we have to leave to Mozambique. So, I believe you are going to have a service here in the morning. Amen. We are also having church service in Maputo. Yeah. Wow. Is it powerful? You know, I want you to go out and start churches. All, if you have had sex before, it means you can start a church. Yeah. Because you have done a mature thing. Something that only grown-ups do. Check from your neighbor, are you qualified? Whether he is qualified to have a church. <laughs> wow. Sign of maturity. You are mature enough. Before I, I, I do the summary of what we have gone through here, I want to just uh, share a bit about. The Lay Ministry, which is one of my new books. I don't know if there's any copy here. Lycos. We didn't bring any at all. Okay. But um, the Lay Ministry is what is called the Tenth Ministry. That's number one. The Tenth Ministry because Paul was a good example of the Tenth Ministry. Number two. It is possible to combine your secular work with ministry. It's possible to combine carpentry with ministry. 
medicine with ministry, law with ministry, being a student with ministry. I was a student when I started this church that you are a part of today. And this church was started with students. Alright? So student work is not something that should prevent you from being a part of the ministry. Amen. Is it fantastic? So tell somebody, it is possible to combine the ministry with other secular things. Amen. That is where we get lay pastors from. Alright? Number three, the best New Testament example of the tent ministry is Apostle Paul. And the best old example of a lay pastor is, or a lay minister is Prophet Daniel. Yes. Apostle Paul was a pastor or a minister of the gospel plus he had a tent shop. He was selling tents. He had a tent factory. Okay? Small to medium scale enterprise. In Ghana we call it SME. Small to medium scale enterprises. He was an entrepreneur. He was making tents and selling them. Alright? And at the same time, he was an apostle with visions, dreams, and he had a traveling ministry. Wow! Wherever he traveled to, there he would make tents. And in Ghana, the missionaries who came there in 1846, right, these missionaries were, they were not receiving transfers of money from any bank in Switzerland. There was nothing like a Swiss bank. Neither was there a Ghanaian bank. You get it? They came with their abilities as traders, as farmers, and they put their minds together and they established things there. So today, we have a lot of people who are coming into the ministry and are expecting that when I finish Bible school or when I want to work for God, the next moment I should be paid. I should be paid to work for God. Whereas even where you were working, you were not a good worker. And they were hoping for you to leave. You want to transfer that bad behavior to the church. So you see the church as a fool who can pay somebody who doesn't work. (laughs) You must learn, look, the, the ground of this earth has been cursed in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. Everybody is going to sweat. I'm very tired. He's sleeping as he's sitting here. Not right now, but he's tired. Out of a lack of sleep. Not out of a lack of interest. There are people who sleep out of lack of interest. Those are the people who must be shut down. Fired. But you have lack of sleep. Even as we are closing now around midnight, 3.30, 3 a.m., then we are moving. If we sleep at all, one or two hours. And then you are moving. There is nothing easy. Yeah, nothing easy. And when I get to where I'm going, I'm on stage again, preaching. Supposing I decide to have my quiet time and to have my prayer time. <laughs> so from here I have to go and have my quiet time and my prayer time for tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Well, when will I sleep or rest? So, nobody who is in the ministry is freely moving around, just collecting the salary for doing nothing. So, lay ministry, working as a lay person who either goes to school and does the church work, works over here in this shop and does the church work. Pastor Richard, when I sent you to London to start, come, when I sent you to London to start a church, where were you working? I worked in different places. My first, my first job was my first job was a cleaning job. You were a cleaner? Yes, I was a cleaner. He's a bishop, chairman of our bishop's council. I sent him to London to go and start a church there. Uh, and he was, we were working as a what? As a cleaner. My first job was You were cleaning where? I was cleaning different offices on different floors. I had about seven floors I had to clean between yeah. nine to five, yes. Every day, clean nine every to day, five? Every day, nine to five. That's a cleaner. Time. 
food I said, and I said he went to London on Egypt Air intentionally to start a church. Yes. Or you had another and reason. And I slept over in Cairo. <laughs> in Cairo? Yeah. Yeah. And he was there to start a church. Yeah. And immediately find something to do. He started a job as a cleaner so that he could stay in, the, he could stay in London. To do the, 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 the church work. And then after that, you found another job where? Um, after that, where did I work? Where? Okay, after that, I got a job. I had different, different odd jobs. I mean, one of the jobs that I think I talk about quite often is I was delivering yogurt. Uh, I, lived in, I lived in North London, and the delivery depot was in a place in Brighton. So I picked the van. I picked the van like Tuesday after church. It was a night job. So Tuesday after I finished preaching, or any other day, I finished preaching, I finish, and I go to Queen's Park to pick the van from there, and I drive all the way to Brighton to drop the yogurt off for the supermarket there. Then I drive, by the time I come back, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, and then I finish my night job. Yeah. yeah. To be a pastor, and we have thousands of church members in the UK today, and the, the start of it is, this is how it starts. Not going there so somebody will give you pounds to eat like you are eating bananas. No. Nobody can give you pounds to eat like bananas or sandwiches. And you see, to work for God is to work harder, is to work harder than you work in the secular world. Whether full time or lay, you work harder. Hard, very, very hard. And what other job were you doing again? I applied to be a postman. I didn't get that job. Postman? Yeah. <laughs> How come you cannot do any, you cannot combine being a student and being, doing the ministry? When somebody is a postman and a minister, he's delivering yogurt. All night long, he's delivering yogurt. And he's a, a preacher. He's starting a church. He's a cleaner. Nine to five. I thought you were a cleaner from six Five to seven in the morning. No, no, this one was I mean, full-time a cleaner. Full-time cleaner. It was a very good job, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think I worked there with Bishop Kufi also did a couple of weeks before he left. <laughs> you have been uncovered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to just be there for people to take money from somewhere and put it in your hand. You are joking. Nobody is coming to give you any money. Rise up and be a lame man. And even when you are being sent as the main reason why you were sent is the church, which is like a full-time mission, you still have to start sometimes as a lay pastor to survive there. But that is not your heart. Your heart is not to be a postman or a cleaner. That is not your vision. But if you have to do it, you will do it until the church is capable of sponsoring you. What do you mean? You get up, you want somebody to pick, pick some ranch from somewhere and then transfer it to you and just dash you dollars and pounds freely when you are just there in the house. Do you think we are just in the house Breathing in and out. Watching movies. Huh? Watching, watching films. Do you think we are watching films? You know, the, the films sometimes that we mention, there are films that we have watched. Sometimes if I watch a film, I can watch that, that film for maybe one month. Every day when I eat, then for three minutes, before the food is finished, I watch the three minutes, then off. Then the next time I get the opportunity, where, did, where was I? Not my daughter was, we have watched this already. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm starting again. Yeah. Over and over and over. I fall asleep even. I don't have any time. My wife will be telling me, don't stress yourself. Don't overwork. You are working too hard. You don't rest. You are not resting. Today is Monday. I'm supposed to rest. Yeah. You want to sit down, be breathing in and out like a toad. So that we open your mouth. Ah, then we put inside dollars and rands. You are joking. This church, we believe in Lycos, layman working. 
when you can the church cannot, you work here and then you also do the church work. You go to school and you do the church. Most of our churches in India, even the pastor in India, India you cannot stay there unless you are a student. They even a grown up with mature with grown up children, he has to go to school to stay there. He's doing PhD as he's there. He, he, he doesn't need any degree. He's a grown up like Bishop Richard. But he's doing a course because that is the only way India, they don't want religion there. Don't bring religion. Only students can be there. Yeah. All of them are students. So that they can be there to do churches. Including his wife. His wife is also doing. She just finished law. She's now starting what? Philosophy or another course. She will do the course. More. <laughs> and you, you don't want to go to school. You don't want to do anything. You want to open your mouth and breathe in like a toad. There's somebody to put rants and dollars into your open mouth. You are joking. You don't know how people are sweating and are working with all their heart and all their mouth, might. Yeah. Lay ministry, if you don't want to learn how to be a volunteer and work without being paid, find another church. This particular church, we believe in lay ministry. It's part of our culture that people work without being paid and they do school, they do this until it is possible. And then you can do it full time. And if you cannot build a church as a lay person to the point where it can look after you, then you are not qualified to be in that church for that church to be looking after you. Who should build it to, so that there will be money to look after you? Who should build it? Take your gun. Take your gun. Uh, where's the bucket? Yeah, bring the bucket here. Yeah. Come this way. Come. And stand here. And, and look this way. Yeah, just keep your eyes alert. <laughs> if you see anything, you alert me before you fire. Yeah. No, aim, aim, aim. Yeah, but don't fire till you alert me. <laughs> yeah, go towards this direction. Stay here. All right, now listen. You want to be a toad. Have you seen a toad who's smart about? So that we put in dollars and runs. You are joking. Tell somebody you are joking. We will never do it. We will never. Nobody is going to take money from somewhere to put in your open mouth. Get to the job and go and find something to do and work hard. And do the church work at the same time. Me, I was a student, a medical student. And a, and a pastor. I would go to school, come. Go for lectures, go for discussions, come back, do exams, go learn in the night with my friends, come back, go, go for all night, come back, learn, put the thing in my book, start the church, come, prayer meeting, go up and down. At the same time, doing exams. You, you don't want to go to school. You want to sit as an ignoramus with an empty head full of water. Hey! Not here, not here, not here. Not in this church. Find another church to do that. This is a church which believes 90% lay ministry. Most of our pastors are lay pastors. It's a very good example. Pastor Clufio, Bishop Clufio, for years, he was driving up and down. He worked at the hospital. Come, go, come, go, come, go, come, go, come. You want to just open your mouth, breathing in and out like a toad. For us to put inside what? Run and what? Dollars! And what? Pounds! Ah, it will not happen like that. Yeah. 
Close your mouth and get to the job. Yeah. My bishops, these bishops consecrated as bishops, they all started as laymen working honestly, as cleaners, as yogurt dealers and what else? <laughs> Postmen and doctors working in every way possible, just like Paul, just like Daniel was a prime minister in three different regimes. Darius, Cyrus, and others. Nebuchadnezzar. He was working for them as a prime minister, as a secretary of state. And at the same time, having visions and being a prophet and writing his visions and ministering. What? You, you don't want to do anything. Just want to be there and open your mouth like a toad. Breathing in and out. And receiving what? Rants, dollars, and pounds into your mouth. You are joking. Take your mouth. South Africans, we are expecting you to work very hard. If you are in school, better finish the school. Don't come with uncompleted degree through your own laziness, you don't want to finish school and then you say you are now in the ministry without finishing your school. You are joking. Maybe you are about to fail, then you are using that failure to say God has called you so you won't finish the school because God has called you. What do you mean? Look at your leaders and see they have all finished the school that they went to. Finish it and finish it. If God has called you, that zeal can never be quenched. Me, I was trained for seven years in all kinds of different things. It can never take away your calling. Finish it and work. Amen. And when we send you, if I send you to an island and you have to work as a farmer, you have to work as a cleaner, you have to work as whatever, you better get to the job. That is how this church was built. Lighthouse in South Africa was built by the lay pastor. He founded the church, started the church as a student, continued the church as a lay pastor without even one rand being put in his mouth. Don't forget. Don't forget. Those who forget. Those who forget. Those who just came. I'm writing a new book called Those Who Just Came. Those who just came. You better check what those who have been there for a long time have been doing. Bishop Preacher didn't just open his mouth and say, fill my mouth with sausages. Even though he was eating sausages. He didn't just open his mouth and say, fill my mouth with sausages. No, he got to the job. He had seven, eight members. After two years, he had about 14 members. After two years, yeah, he had 14 members, or 14 members. Every time I call, the church cannot grow. In London, he started a church in his room. Every time, six members, eight. Sunday, we were nine. Sunday, we were ten. Like that, uh, for two years, we were, we were about 14. Yeah. <laughs> Today, they have thousands. In the, you see, in the UK, if you have a church with 40 members, it's a mega church. Yeah, mega. I just finished Iron Sharpnet, Iron Covet. Thousands of people attended, mostly our church members. Thousands. Yeah, we have thousands of members with buildings. Yeah, without mortgage, without debt, without anything. Yeah, such a small thing. You want to open your mouth, breathing in and out, and what, receiving what into your mouth? Rants. Dollars and pounds. You are joking. Take, take, take your mouth. Close your mouth. Sit down. You are shielding certain people behind, behind the wall. 
Okay, thank you, gentlemen. How many want to be as great as Apostle Paul? Then better learn the lay ministry well. How many want to be as great as Prophet Daniel? You better learn the lay ministry very well. Amen. Number four. Sometimes it is necessary to be a lay pastor and sometimes and and sometimes it is necessary to be a full-time pastor. There are times when you have to be in full-time ministry where you have to be paid because there is no way for you to be a lay pastor in certain places. That is the reality. That is where full-time ministry comes in. Full-time ministry comes in because in some places you can stay for 1,000 years, you will never get a job, even as a cleaner. They don't even need cleaners. So there's nothing to clean. Yes. That calls for full-time ministry at the beginning. But usually, you don't need to be full-time ministry at the beginning of your ministry. It is being a lay person and working as a volunteer who is not paid by the church. That even trains you not to like money. Yeah? You know, we grew up without even taking offerings. I take offerings out of the need to take offerings and also for the people to be blessed. But I grew up, we used to have church service. Many church, half of our church service, we didn't even take an offering. And we never took tithes. Half of, if we have two services a week, one we take offering, the other one, we don't even take an offering. It doesn't even come to our mind to take an offering. It was when we needed a church building that we realized we didn't have money. When we started to take an offering. Yeah. I didn't grow up ever being given money for, for preaching or for doing anything in the church. Where did you get that idea from? That you should be paid to play an instrument or control the sound system or video something or anything in the church or preaching. You have to be given money. Where did you learn that thing from? Wow. Be cured of that. There are times, there are places we send people, there is no way for them to survive. And that is where we need good lay wives who also support their husbands. You don't have to think of yourself as being cheated when you are supporting your husband. What do you mean? When I started in the ministry, my wife is the one even who had money. Yeah. The furniture that we use in she went to work, she went to work and she had the money. When I came to where she was working, I said, where is the money you have earned? Where is the money you have earned? Bring it quickly. And I collected all the money that she had earned almost a, a, a year. I took all. And I used some to buy furniture. That's the furniture we sat on in our house for many years. Recently, we even, we still have it around somewhere. Yeah. And she supported. She worked as a lawyer. Yeah. I've never thought of my, my wife's money as Different from my money. She would never even think of it. It's not, where's the money? It wasn't, it wasn't even, it sounds funny because I'm saying it. But it was like, even it is safer with me than with her. Somebody who can lose a handbag. It is safer to be with me than to be with you. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even like a, Sacrifice all that. Oh, she's very generous. It doesn't even cross our mind like that. It's your money. It's my money. It's your money. So we are doing the work. And if it works, all of us will benefit. Yeah, all of us will benefit. As, as the ministry has gone higher now, I am, I am uh, I've been, I'm going higher. She's also going higher. Because she's part of what I'm doing. Yeah. That's it. So you, those of you who are just like, your husband is coming for your money and this and Already you came into the marriage with the wrong way of thinking. Yeah. 
It doesn't mean as, as a husband you should also be lazy. You will be there, you don't work. Then you come and say, bring the money. And you go and misuse it. You see? You are always spoiling the preaching with your behavior. Check who is that causing that. Who is the one causing that? You couldn't find any suspects. Then sit down. I will call you back to action. Tell somebody, sometimes it is necessary to be a lay pastor and sometimes it is necessary to be full-time pastor. Wow. That is number four. Number five. The tenth or the lay ministry will be a prominent way of ministry in the last days. Amen. It will be. Why? Because without lay ministry, you cannot have a lot of churches. Without lay ministry, you cannot have a lot of sacrifice. Lay people sacrifice a lot. They are the ones who pay a very high price for the church to move on. So thank God for lay pastors. They are the ones on whose backs the church can start. Thank God for them. Thank God for them. It's on their back that the church starts. Their back carries the church. And because in the last day, the glory of the latter house will be greater, the sacrifice will be greater. Where you see suffering, you see glory. And one of the greatest modes of sacrifice is for people to volunteer and work for God, play instruments, preach, travel, at not the church's cost, at their cost. How can we build a cathedral in Port Elizabeth? How can we build a cathedral in Bloemfontein? How can we build a mega church, a big hall with a building in Johannesburg? How, where will we get the money to build a big church in Venda? How will we get a money to build a big church in Cape Town if we have to pay everybody for everything that everybody does every day? Where do you think that money is going to come from? From the bank? To go and borrow? Not here. Not here. One by one we will get all those buildings and the money will come from the sacrificial because the lay pastors not only do they build the church, but they also pay tithes. And they also pay money and give offering. Like when I was taking the offering earlier, they also put their money into the church. Yeah, not only do they do some things for the church, then they also pay their tithes to the church. So double, double sacrifice. That is the way. That is the way. Bishop Clufio never charged even once Rant for petrol or for anything. <laughs> Who is that? Phone up, phone up. No, 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 here, here, here. Not you? Okay. Leave them. Don't have to sh- uh, fire when you are not sure of the suspect. <laughs> We need fairness. You get it? Justice. That's why the death penalty has been cancelled. In case you you fire the wrong person. What was I telling you? What was I telling you? I said Bishop Clutho has never asked for one rand. One. Single one rand. I'm telling you the truth. Not even that has he asked. It never even came up. After discussing, you are going to work 80 kilometers. Go. And you are coming. Come. And come in time so that you, you can do the church. That's all. Don't be late. Wow. That's how the church is built. It's built on the backs of lay people. 
and lay people's sacrifice, yeah, you know, you and I, you will be happy. What I'm saying is the cathedrals I'm talking about and the buildings, they are going to be found all over South Africa. This very church, oh, and you will say, so where do you get the money from? There are a lot of millionaires in the church. How many of us are millionaires? How many? Millionaires, they don't come to church. Few millionaires. The Bible says it's difficult for an, a camel can pass through the eye of a needle than a millionaire to be coming to church. They are not serious at all. It is our small, small money, 100 rand, 50 rand, 20 rand. That is how you build. Yeah. If you want to know how do we get money, it is small, 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 small. How do we get money to buy this? I can't point to anybody who gives even $5,000 to healing Jesus crusade. So I'm taking $5,000. I'm blessing healing Jesus who said $5,000. I, I, I cannot point to anybody. Yeah. I can't. There's nobody like that that I know. It's like, oh, yes, $5,000. <laughs> yeah. It is small, 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 small. Then when you get the money, you save. And you use it wisely. And you save money. And you, you use pennies and coins. That is how we work. And many people, they volunteer. All these people who work at the Healing Jesus Crusade, many of them, they just come at their own cost. Some of the security, they just fly. They pay their own tickets. They come to the place. They fly. They stay there. They do the security. They sleep in as if they, do, as if they are not grown-ups with families. They sleep in the night. They stay awake in the night, watching with guns and everything. Yeah, and they are not paid even a dollar to come there. Yeah, and lots of the people that you see there, just, they just come and help. So we love healing Jesus Crusade. We want to be part of it. We want to help. They say it's a privilege. It's a privilege. They are so happy. Yeah, to sleep outside. You are, some of them live in America. Yeah, some of them employ, one, one of them, he has over 800 employees. He comes to be a guard, to sleep, to, to guard us. Yeah? And you, every little thing, you want some church to take a money and give to you. Who is that? Who, who is who, who? Who is that? You want to be paid. You want to be paid. Huh? You want to be paid. Who said that? Who said that? It's these people. Fire them. Next time, ask for pay. Be very careful. What is happening there? A suspect? Who is that? Lift up your hands. Fire! No, why do you run away? Come back. Come back. You can receive the bucket if you don't take care. Okay. What is the first point? Point number one. Point number one. Point number one. Point number one. Doctor, go take a, a, a microphone and help to go to the point. Point number one. The lay ministry is called the tent ministry. Another name for the lay ministry is the tent. I can't hear the people. Repeat number one. It for me. Number one. Number two. To combine. What? This, these people are not even saying a word. These people are not saying anything. Yes. Repeat Ready, it. Go. Number two. It is. This brother doesn't have any notes. 
Are you serious? Are you serious at the camp? And he's a media. What are you doing, media? And you are doing the camera. Uh-huh. And so we, we have done something wrong. Fire him again! <laughs> the way he said it's like he's, he's, he's the one sacrificing to do the, the video. And it's like we are, we are waiting him. Here! Yes? Everybody repeat number two again. It is possible to combine secular work with the ministry. Number three. No, 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 no. One go. All right, listen, listen to me. The best New Testament example of a lay pastor is Apostle Paul. And the best Old Testament example is Prophet Daniel. One go. Let's say it again. One go. Listen, if I find you not talking, not saying it, not repeating it, we are coming to you wherever you are. So, for the last time, you are bad. Number four. Sometimes it is necessary to be a lay pastor and sometimes it is necessary to be a full-time pastor. Again. Excellent. Number five. The lay ministry will be a prominent way of doing ministry in the last days. Again. Number six. Paul practiced the lay ministry so that we would follow his good example. Yes, Paul practiced a lay, became a lay pastor so that we 2,000 years later, will follow his good example. Apostle Paul followed, became a lay pastor so that we in future would follow his good example. Amen. And I'm going to read Acts chapter 20 verse 32 in the contemporary English version. Paul said, I have never wanted anyone's money or clothes. You know how I have worked with my own hands to make a living for myself and my friends. Everything I did, I showed you how you should work to help everyone who is weak. Remember that our Lord Jesus said, more blessings come from giving than receiving. And in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 7, Paul said, For yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly amongst you. Neither did we eat anybody's bread for nothing. But wrought with labor and travail night and day. That we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not because we have not power to collect money. But we make ourselves as an example to you to follow us. So Paul became a lay pastor, did not collect money when he should have collected money, so as to be an example, so that people would follow. And in this last day, we are all going to follow. I tell you, I will ordain you as a reverend minister, 
but I still expect you to go and work at the supermarket and carry the boxes. You are reverend carrying boxes in the afternoon or in the night so that on Sunday you can preach. And we are going to start having a lot of church service on Saturday night too. Our church Sundays are now beginning on Saturdays. So we are going to start having church on Saturday night and Sunday morning. So first service will be Saturday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday morning. We are starting that very soon. So it's a good thing to start. So those who come on Saturday don't have to come on Sunday. Yeah, it's a different church. The first service is Saturday night. Second service is Sunday morning. Third service is Sunday uh, afternoon or whatever. Late morning. Wow. Is it exciting? It's exciting, yeah. We are starting that soon. And in a place where you don't have space like Sunnyside, you better have your Saturday service. Saturday, Sunday starts. When you go to Joel Austin's church, they preach in Sunday starts on Saturday here. Yeah. That's on Saturday evening, they start. I preach in a church in Paraguay. Saturday, everybody who came to church on Saturday didn't come on Sunday. Instrumentalist, everybody. So they come on Saturday, don't come on Sunday. Saturday night. Yeah. That's a Saturday evening. Then the Sunday, different people come. First service, and other people to come. So different musicians. One, the Saturday night, there was somebody who played the violin. Different person on the drums. A lady was playing. The Sunday was a different. That's how I even saw that they were different. Because the instrumentals were so different and the music was so different. Yeah. So, Richard, remember? Yeah. Paraguay, isn't it? You know, Argentina also do something like that, but Paraguay. Yeah. It was Paraguay. Alright? What point was I giving you? So that we will follow his good example. Why did Bishop Clufio go to work every day and drive 160 kilometers? I can't hear you. Why did Bishop Richard go to work uh, delivering yogurt? Why did I become a lay pastor as a student? Why was I, why was I a student and a pastor? Yes. Why was I a pastor and a doctor working at the hospital? Amen. Don't just get up and open your mouth like a what? A what? A toad. Breathing where? Breathing where? In and out and opening your mouth. Expecting what? A what? A what? No! Close your mouth. And don't expect anything in your mouth. Yeah. Okay? Is it clear? Tell your neighbor, is it clear? Is it clear? Don't bring your laziness to the church. Eh? Don't bring your laziness. You were sat from your work and you want to come and work full time. At your workplace, they didn't like the way you work. Now you want to transfer that misbehavior to the church thinking that the pastor cannot correct you or sack you. Uh, you. You don't know where you are coming. Yeah, we sack. Hey. What do you think? Is it fantastic? Point number seven. The lay ministry can be just as fruitful as full-time ministry. Yes. Lay ministry can be just as fruitful as what? Full-time ministry. What a fantastic point. Think about it. Where did our churches come from? Lay pastors. At the beginning of almost every Lighthouse Chapel International Church is from a lay pastor. May God anoint you and make you a powerful lay pastor. And then, eventually, to the highest kind of ministry, a powerful full-time minister. 
Doctor, go take us to the seven points quickly. Point number one. The, ready, go. The lay ministry is also called the tenth ministry. Again. Number two. It is possible to combine secular work with the ministry. Again, I'm watching those who are not talking. I'm looking carefully. Can I have one machine gun with us? If I find you not talking, I'm coming to you there. Number two. Number three. The best New Testament example of a lay pastor is Apostle Paul. And the best Old Testament example of a lay pastor is Prophet Daniel. Again, let's say it, let's say it again. Ready, go. Best example of a lay pastor is, and the best testament example of a lay pastor is Prophet Daniel. Wow. How many have learned something today? How many have learned something about the lay ministry today? Yeah. Number four. Sometimes it is necessary to be a lay pastor, and sometimes. It is necessary to be a full-time pastor. Again. Those on this side, say it again. Here. Okay. Number five. The lay ministry will be a prominent way of doing ministry in the last days. Again. It's not loud enough. Those at the back. Number six, Paul practiced the lay ministry so that we would follow his good example. Again, amen. And the seventh and very powerful point is the lay ministry can be just as fruitful as the full-time ministry. Again, the lay ministry can be just as fruitful as full-time ministry. Wow. Wow. Tell somebody, I'm all ready for lay ministry now. Amen. 